Warning, the following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life, according to an idiot. Konnichiwa. The riddle answer. Oh, that got cut out of the audio. We just lost that. Oh, damn it. Yeah, because when that cuts, that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to end there. It took me so, oh my God, it took me so long to edit that. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm slightly upset you didn't find our outro. Because now I have to tell the answer to the riddle. Now. Well, then what's the answer to the riddle? Well, first of all, what was the riddle? I got to find it. You're, okay. in a, you're in a room with no, no air ducts and no tools. How do you make dinner? Um, imagine you're in a room with no doors, no windows, no vents, and basically no way to get in. How do you get out? Do you remember the answer? Stop imagining. Yep, that's it. Stop imagining, and then you'll get out. <laughs> Did you get it? Do you get it? That was a good one. That was a good one, guys. Uh, yeah, I won't, I won't tell the other one yet. I'll tell you at the end. But, Jeremy... It's yeah. Halloween time, Ooh, and yes. we have a question from a viewer. We do? Yeah. Okay, so Caitlin nice. wants to know, is there a cutoff age for trick-or-treating? Oh, this is such a classic question. Personally, to trick-or-treating, I feel like there is. To celebrating Halloween, no. Well, you can never not. be yeah. too old to do Halloween stuff. But I think that if you're willing to humiliate yourself enough as an adult to dress mm -hmm. up in a, in a costume and then go ask for things at a doorstep, I think you deserve candy. I personally would not judge somebody, but do other people? Absolutely, because people are judgmental pricks. I used to go trick-or-treating even when I was like 15 or 16. When was the last time you trick-or-treated when you were? So the last time I went trick-or-treating, I think, was when I was a freshman in high school. And I got a lot of people that didn't want to give me candy. And it was very upsetting. So I was like, I'm still a kid. I still want candy. Because like middle school, nobody bats an eye, right? There's a huge difference between middle school and high school. I think so too. You look different. You start sounding different. But also the thing is, is I have a severe case of baby face. And I mm -hmm. still get people asking me if I'm 16. So I don't know. I feel like once you hit like 16, yes. people will be like, that's kind of weird. I think once you actively start pursuing sex, you should stop trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> So all you asexual, non-binary people, just do whatever you want. I think you, you deserve it. I mean, it. any age, who cares? If you want to go trick-or-treating, just fucking go trick-or-treating. Here's what here's what I do to get away with still trick-or-treating. You take little kids? I, hostage. Yeah. What I do is I dress up like a burglar, mm -hmm. and I have a fake gun. Ooh. And I approach them, and I say, in character, give me the candy. Mm -hmm. Or else somebody's going to get hurt. And they're sort of lost in the limbo of, is this illusion or reality? Right. Is this is he in character or is he really robbing me of my Butterfingers? Mm -hmm. And so I like to dance in that ambiguity. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So best case scenario, dress up like a criminal. Worst case scenario, become a criminal. Right. So here's my thing. If you want to go the borderline 
ethically, morally wrong, non-politically correct route, Mm -hmm. you can pretend that you have a mental disability. And then in which case, nobody can really fault you for wanting to go trick-or-treating. That's true. You know? Yeah. So, like, what's your impression of some... (laughs) 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 No. Just for some tips, how would you talk to convince someone you're meant so i think that um just to double down on this and also to double down in your candy mm-hmm. you need an accomplice so get someone to drive you around in a wheel push right. you around in a wheelchair are mentally disabled people in wheelchairs some are not all and i'm not saying that if you're in a wheelchair that you are uh, mentally disabled because you're not you're you are just you are perfectly abled <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're in, we are in dark waters right now. Right. I mean, that's also a route you can go, though. It's like I was severely, yeah, I was in a severe accident. And the only thing that brings me happiness is going trick or treating. Can you please give me candy? And they can't say no because then they'll be huge assholes. And you know, actually, what they'll do, they'll go to their fridge and they'll just give it to you. Everything that they own is yours now. Doesn't matter what's in the fridge, it's yours. What if it's just gravy? <laughs> You're about to get a really wet pillowcase that smells like <laughs> smells like meat. Oh boy. Yeah, you knock on the door and they're like, Excuse me, ma'am. Um, I would like some candy and she's like, You're in a wheelchair. So she goes to her fridge and she comes back with her hands cupped and gravy's just <laughs> leaking between her fingers. And you're like, Oh my thank you so much and she just pours it all over your lap. She completely disregards like the pillowcase. <laughs> it's a little bit rude but also kinda sweet because she right. wants it right. She and wants then to she give it right to you. She does that like little like salute. military salute sign off. Boop. See you on, later. Off the forehead. Keep serving our country. And keep on serving our handicapped gravy. That's all they need. I but no, I was in a wheelchair for a while. Were all you? I, yes. All I ate was gravy. <laughs> that explains the stench. You were in crutches for a long time. Yeah. I felt really bad for you. Yeah, it sucked really bad because it was winter. So I had to buy like special crutch attachments that were spikes. So when I was crutching around outside, I didn't slip and die. But what if the ground is too, well, like, what if you get, you, if you get that, that spike stuck in the permafrost, you're, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're stuck there and you can't mm-hmm. walk yeah. to safety. Yeah. Also, if, if say there's like a murderer in your house and it's wintertime and you hop off into the desolate snowy landscape, all they're going to look for is two holes in the snow. Right. But also you can think of it the other way. If somebody tries to attack me, I got two perfect weapons. You know, I just stab them with my little crutch spikes. But here's the thing. Let's say there's two of them. I, they each get one. Okay, but then you, you're putting all of your weight back on your legs. Not both of them. Are you not able to put all your pressure on one leg? In this scenario, both of your legs are horribly mangled. <laughs> and also, you have to attack simultaneously because your arms are also in casts. In which case, just die. Yeah. I like that. It's good advice. But also, if both of my legs are horribly disfigured and both mm-hmm. of my arms are broken, why am I on crutches? I didn't say they were disfigured. I said they. I said they were mangled. You, I have a, you can. You I can too... heal mangled. You can't heal disfigured. Okay, but I should be in a wheelchair. You should be in a grave. By a, by Damn. A... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on a less depressing note, I have some. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do we get juice? there? <laughs> um, you might have seen it already. It, it's been circling the interwebs. But Her nudes. Kaylee's nudes. My nudes. But it made me really happy to see the Sydney Aquarium had their first ever gay penguin couple are hatching an egg. How, wait, how? Are these two male penguins? Yeah. So basically, they caught on camera like one of the penguins giving the other penguin a stone 
would just be equivalent of it proposing. Every season, they've been, like, making nests together and preparing eggs and, like, practicing their egg hatching, but they never had, like, a real egg. Um, but the aquarium has been giving them, like, dummy eggs to practice on, and they finally felt they were ready, so they gave them a foster egg, and they were amazing. That's really cute. But it's can you fucking imagine, adorable. Can you imagine if a gay couple went to the doctor and said, we want a child, and the doctor said, well, hold on, here's a dummy child at first. Carry around mm-hmm. this doll, and then we'll see whether or not you can yeah. handle an actual baby. But also, humans are animals. Humans are animals. You're the scientist. Humans are <laughs> literally animals. Also, okay, I have oh, another... Look, she's trying to change the subject. I have another gay story. Okay. I'm feeling very prideful today. This is kind of like a science corner thing, so I'll do, I'll do the, the, the thing. Oh, science corner. Science is cool, and today we are cool. Damn. Boom. The first mammal with two mothers is born. We don't need men to have children anymore. So basically, men are now obsolete. Was it in a lab? Yeah, it was in a lab. So basically... Bone marrow? Not bone marrow. That's not quite... um, Have you ever heard of CRISPR? It's like the... It's like gene maker. Yeah, it doesn't make them. It edits them. It's like Windows movie makers for humans. Right, exactly. You can like clip them around and there's like this big uh, movement of bio... What are they called? Biohackers. And they're like trying to make superhumans. By editing genes. But that, that makes me super nervous. I don't like that I at mean, all. they don't really know what they're doing at all and what they're doing. You're telling me that a guy with a biology degree in his mom's garage can't change the course of human history? Because I think he can. I have a lot of faith in that man who is covered in tattoos and has hepatitis. But basically, people a living. in a real lab, what they did was take stem cells and they modified the genes in the stem cell and then injected those genes into an egg and then fertilized another mouse with that egg. So the genes are from one female mouse that were edited so that the embryo would basically be able to form. There was one small bit of DNA that they found they needed to change, which was key for like male to female reproduction. But they found if they cut out this like few sequences that they were able to have the female and the female, boom, make little puppies. And they were, Pup, there's these are mouse yeah, puppies. Yeah, they were yeah, little pups. They were super healthy, and they actually had babies of their own. They did the same thing with male rats, two male genes, I guess, but they used like a a female yeah, to like reproduce still, it. Right, because you still, regardless, you still need women. Right, you, you still, still need, need women. You still need a female. But when that happened, um, they died like a few days later. But with the female and female, they lived. But um, they were like real excited. About the science because they're like well maybe same-sex couples can like have their own genetic babies that's really cool in the future well, lesbians not gay guys not gay guys because apparently those ones die which those is those ones die seems kind of cruel yeah thanks a lot god we don't need men anymore Woohoo! Yeah. okay here's the thing like what if i was like here's a science fact that makes women obsolete <laughs> we don't need women anymore <laughs> you'd be like oh what the fuck <laughs> you fucking sexist <laughs> jerk but also you know that men suck so I'm a man. Yeah. I can't say that. I think if I'm being honest. Drinking my tea. I don't even mean. Yeah. Sipping that tea. I don't. I'm not even speaking from like a feministic perspective. Yeah. Um, I do think that uh, men are just tools. And I don't mean like greased up hair. Right. Right. At Hardy T-shirt tool. Yeah. I mean like we're there to impregnate and then our role is to then protect for a little bit. Right. Right. The most important relationship between a child and another person is typically its mother. The the organism learns more and feels closer to the mother. 
Right. And, and they, in other animal kingdoms, the husband leaves after a certain amount of the husband. Like, <laughs> like the lions got married. Um, yeah, these are Christian lions. No, so the male leaves and then, you know. Hmm. They actually found, I was learning in my genetics class that there's like one specific kind of gene. I can't remember what it is, but we exclusively get it from our mothers. And then the male version is just destroyed. I want to say it's like our mitochondria. I can't. I can't the remember exactly. Of the cell. the you powerhouse know, of the cell. You know what we get from from our dads? Male pattern baldness. Yes. This is what we're talking about here, people. Like baldness. But also, now you don't have to suffer with that anymore because you can just get all woman genes. Yeah, but it's it's cool being a dude, though. Is it? Yeah. You got that privilege. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. That's the fuck greatest. Yeah. That's the best part of it. Get to make more money. Yeah, you make more money. You can compliment women whenever you want. It's awesome. Right. You can yell at them, and they yep. they just get so flustered because they're so happy a mm-hmm. man yeah. is bestowing this honor. When I'm driving by and I see some women that want nothing to do with me, I roll on the window and I say, hey, 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 mom. I call her mom. I say, hey, mom, nice ass. And then I say, you want to get in the car? And they never do because they're too intimidated because they right. think they well, don't deserve they're me. They're also like good women, though. And they're like, ha. Thank you, but um, I gotta go home to my husband, and you're like lame, and she's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I know, you're telling me, but she they always say, I wish I had found you five years earlier, right? And I'm like I know. She's like, I wish I wouldn't have had a child with the guy I'm with now, because then I could have a child with you. And instead. your genes are superior. <laughs> love your genes. So distressed and um, edgy, so yeah. stylish, and yeah. I love them. Acid wash. <laughs> Acid washed. It sounds like I said ass. Ass washed. Ass washed jeans. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting. I'm wearing some of them ass washed jeans. Love the ass washed jeans yep. men wear. <laughs> I just want to say that I am a true feminist and I believe in equality. I don't actually believe that women are superior. Yeah, I hate all walks of life. You know what I really hate? hate Kids. I know. I hate, <laughs> I hate ants. I don't like ants. Like the women that are married to your <laughs> uncle? <laughs> I mean, the, like the bugs ants? Yeah, the bugs ants. Also. What? Well, were you not going anywhere with <laughs> Did you see like, one? Uh, Why did you mention it? I don't know. Just, the first thing that came to my head was ants. Actually, the first thing that came to my head was lizards. Uh, you know i was thinking on the way i wish you guys could see how nervously she's looking around the room to get up to get off the topic that she started okay but really this is something i wanted to talk about because i found it interesting when i was thinking it to myself and i was like god i'm such an interesting uh intelligent person do you ever have things that you absolutely hate that other people do but you do yourself, and you're like, I'm such a hypocrite. Double standards, double standards. Oh, oh yeah. my God, Yeah, and it's Constantly. like, I was driving like an asshole, and I was like, fuck, I hate it when people drive like assholes while I was currently driving like an asshole. There's some days where I'm like, 80 is not fast enough. Oh, yeah. And then there's I some days where it's like, I'm going 65, and I feel like I'm flooring it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's sometimes when like I'm rushing to class, and I'll go like, I'm not going to say how fast I go. And then there's some days where like I go the exact speed limit because I'm like early to something, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, how cute! I'm going the speed. Like, I'm, I'm all cozy. I'm in the right lane. I'm going the speed. I want. I want to kill some time. I always go like 75 when I don't need to be anywhere. And if mm-hmm. I need to be somewhere, I go 80. And then if anybody's not going 80, I'm like, fuck off. 80 is like the main speed I go typically. I got pulled over for going 85 once, and I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't go 85. Totally. And he was like, like an older dad or something. He's like, 
just go to class. And I was like, yay. <laughs> kind of, like kind of mean about it. Yeah. Just, just go to class. Okay? Get out of here. I know. Get, go to class. I, know. I was like, thank you so much. Thanks, I was like Dad. tearing up. I'm like, I can't yeah. pay this $200 ticket. <laughs> thank you. He spits at you. I know. Fucking just go. Kicks your door. Go. Go. Boss, like another thing like that is messaging back. Yeah, you're really, well, you used to be really bad at that. I think I feel like I'm better now. You got way better. I didn't. Oh, even, I just thought you. of that. You used to be terrible at that. Now you're like actually pretty. No- I texted you today. I asked you what the email was for our Gmail, and you responded yeah. very promptly. So yeah. thank you. Also, it's literally the same password for everything, and I need you to just to I... write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just always forget. I don't know what. I've I've probably texted you like five times about what the, yeah, it's what the password been way is. Way more than five yeah. times. It's been several five several it's, groups of five. It's been at least a dozen. I don't know. I I used to be really like depressed and the thought of texting back was just too much energy it's I was willing exhausting. to put in. Yeah. I can get behind that, yeah. And now it's like I'm happy. Yeah, well, and you I definitely... wanna talk to everybody. But I'm talking to other people. I get annoyed if they don't message back within at least like an hour. I've definitely done that to you like this week. Ah, it doesn't matter. Okay. I I don't really mind with you. I mean mainly with like new people because I don't know if they like me or not. So if they don't respond in a timely manner, I take it as God, I'm annoying that. them. I know that feeling so well. Where yeah. It's like I need I I don't know you good enough yet, so I'm not sure if you're just like this is how you text or if you right. don't want to be my friend. So like I hate that. starting to talk to me was probably a nightmare cuz you're like It was so mysterious. <laughs> I was like who is this person? Cuz you would just like it would be like I text you, you'd respond immediately. I text you, respond immediately. I text you, three days would go by. <laughs> Just trying to pick up that conversation again. Yeah, that's, that's totally that's totally me. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> I, yeah. still, I still do that, but also texting sucks. Texting new people sucks. That's not, that's not the way we were meant to like meet people. No, but also like meeting a dozen people for coffee is unrealistic and annoying to do. I did I ever snap you that picture of that dog that I met at that one job? It was an old French bulldog. Oh, French bulldogs are so my favorite. Cute. And he had, he had he had he was missing an eye. Mm-hmm. And he was so chill, like he was laying on a couch. He was a big, like thick boy. Ooh. And he was like he was super cute and like nice. And then like the lady that owned him was like, I rescued him from a puppy mill. He used to be the stud around there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he fathered he fathered like a thousand kids. Oh my god, that is and he's, amazing. He's laying on the couch with like, one eye. Like what about it? We had to move the couch to clean the carpet underneath, mm-hmm. and he just laid there as we moved him like a prince. <laughs> he didn't even get scared. French bulldogs have like the best personalities. They do. Yeah. French bulldogs and pugs, I think. Pugs are pugs seem very appreciative. They're aware of how much of a mess they are, mm-hmm. and they're just so thankful that you love them despite <laughs> yeah. it. They're like, they're like, oh my oh god, god, you're the best. But pugs have a lot of like medical issues. Like their eyes can pop out. Okay, you always say that, but it's... literally every dog breed has its own health issues because there's so much selective breeding for so long. I know for labs, it's their hips, mm-hmm. and then they can get a lot of like ear infections and things right. like that. Like literally any dog breed you get are gonna have yeah. their own set of. I think fucking like health Dalmatians issues. like piss rocks or something. Dalmatians are just fucked in general. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're like, oh, like they cry blood or there's no, yeah, something, something terrifying. Something gr- I they're think they born have, like, with kidney. a tongue in their ass. I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Some wild shit. 101 of them, imagine. Isn't the it weird to think that like uh, like breeds 
differ so much from each other, like their personality wise. You know, like uh, herding dogs are so athletic, but then you get like bulldogs or like really big dogs and they just want to lay around and do nothing. Yeah. All cats are like, you have no fucking idea. I don't like cats. Cats are. And all respect to any listeners who love cats because I've met a few cool cats. Mm -hmm. And when you meet a cool cat, it's like everything gels right. It's perfect. But like for the most part, Cats are just not assholes. Yeah, they're just not my bag, to be to be frank. Right. I want something to love me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. I don't want something to have the same intelligence as me. <laughs> yeah. I just want to buy a stupid thing that pisses rocks and, and its eyes right. fall out. I want a fat sack of wrinkles that snorts mm-hmm. and also lay on the couch and be so happy. Kind of like I, I want a dog so bad. I want a dog so just bad. Just talking about that. That was a disgusting description of a dog, but still <laughs> I want it. I'm just like, yes. Spook Squad! Yay! Give me spook happiness. Spook Squad, Spook Squad, Spook Squad! Uh, oh, 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 spook Squad! Okay, so this one's kind of conceptual and, and strange. This is, we're gonna go kind of sci fi for this one. Ooh, I love sci fi. Okay, this one's, this is one is super interesting at its base. So this is the Okra Pyramids of Mars in the 80s. Mm-hmm. The CIA. Mm-hmm. Contract, con, uh, contracted, mm-hmm. contracted, contracted, contracted herpes. The CIA consulted with psychics. Ooh, yeah. To explore Mars. Found this on the CIA.org, the real stuff. Okay. .gov, whatever it was. I think give it, was it to me. Give me, the, give me the facts. It's real weird, but they, yeah, there's a bunch of other files that I found too that are involved with psychics. It's super bizarre because you wouldn't think that like the official government would be mm-hmm. like fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Explain this thing to me. So it's May 22nd, 1984. Mm-hmm. It's called Mars Exploration. So I'm going to read you straight off the front page. This is going to tell you like what the whole experiment mm-hmm. is about. Okay. okay. Method of site acquisition. Sealed envelope coupled with geographic coordinates. The sealed envelope was given to the subject, the psychic, immediately prior to the interview. The envelope was not opened until after the interview. In the envelope was a 3x5 card with the following information. This is all it said. Mm-hmm. The planet Mars. Time of interest, approximately 1 million years B.C. 1 million B.C.? Yeah. Okay. And this is a transcript of the interview, and it's very weird. I'm ready. Okay, so there's the monitor and the subject. So I'm going to be speaking both of these lines. Just know that one is the monitor and one is the subject. Mm-hmm. The monitor says, all right now, using the information in the envelope I provided, exclusively focusing your attention now, using the information in the envelope, focus on 40.89 degrees north, 9.55 degrees west. Hmm. Here's the response. I want to say it looks like, I don't know. I kind of get an oblique view of pyramid or pyramid form. It's a very high, it's kind of sitting in a large depressed area. It's yellowish, uh, okra color the monitor says move in time to the time indicated in the envelope i provided you and describe what's happening so he goes to the 1 million bc Mm -hmm. Uh, the subject says i'm tracking severe severe clouds more like dust like a dust storm it's a geological problem seems to be like just a minute i've got to iron this out it's really weird and then the subject says i'm looking at a something after the effect of of a major geological problem The monitor says, okay, go back to the time before the geological problem. The subject says, uh, total difference. Before, there's no, I don't know. Oh, hell, it's like mountains of dirt. And then they appear and disappear. And uh, 
a large flat surface, very smooth angles, walls. They're really large, though. I mean, they're megalithic. The monitor says, all right, at this period in time, before the geological activity, look around, in, around this area, see if you can find any activity. The subject focuses for a while, and he says, I'm seeing... It's like a perception of a shadow of people, very tall, uh, thin. It's only a shadow. It's as if they were there, and now they're not. They're not there anymore. The monitor says, go back to a period of time when they were there. The subject says, it's like I, I get a lot of static on the line and everything. It's breaking up all the time, very fragmentary pieces. The monitor says, just report the raw data. And the subject says, I just keep seeing very large people. They appear thin and tall, but they've... They're very large. Uh, wearing some kind of strange clothing? Monitor says, all right. Now, holding this time period in mind, I want you to move from your physical location in space to another physical location. But in this time period, go to 45.8 degrees north, 351.1 degrees east. Subject says, they have, uh, appears to be the end of a very large road, and there's a marker. It's this thing that's very large. I keep getting Washington Monument overlay. It's like uh, an obelisk. Monitor says, all right, from this point then, move to 35.26 degrees north, 213.24 degrees east. Subject says, it's like I'm in the middle of a huge circular basin, mountains by almost all the way around, very ragged, ragged mountains, very tall. Basin's very, very, very large. Scale seems to be off or something. It's, it's just really big. Everything's big. I see just a right-angled corner to something, but it's all... I don't see anything else. Monitor says, okay, then let's move into a different location. So is the guy, like, checking all of these positions while he's, like, so, relaying the information? So what he's doing right now is he's... they. We know structures on Mars. Like, we know where there's craters and stuff. So he's testing to see if he can see where actual geographical craters are on Mars that we can... That we, at that time, have seen through, like, mm -hmm. satellite imagery or whatever. Okay. Or, telescope shit i don't know um so he starts seeing storms okay here we go so he goes to the pyramids and the monitor asks him to go inside the pyramids this is a note the monitor made he says i think that he's losing his ability to move accurately but he's attracted to things that are interesting so we're going to let him go ahead and explore what seems to be interesting to him rather than move on to targets indicated here so he goes into the pyramid so the subject says, it's filtered from storms or something. They're like shelters from storms. The monitor says, these structures you're seeing. Subject says, yes, they're designed for that. Monitor. All right, go inside one of these and find some activity to tell me about. 37 minutes pass. Subject says, different chambers, but they're almost stripped of any kind of furnishings or anything. It's like a strictly functional place for sleeping, or, or that's not a good word, hibernations, some form. I can't get real raw inputs. Storms, savage storms, sleeping through storms. Munder says, tell me about the ones who sleep through the storms. Ugh. Subject says, ah, very tall, very large. They're, they're people, but they're thin. They, they look thin because of their height, and they dress like in, oh, hell, it's like real light silk. But it's not the flowing type of clothing. It's like cut to fit. Monitor says, move in close to one of them and ask them to tell you about themselves. The subject says, they're ancient people. They're, uh, they're dying. It's past their time or age. Monitor says, tell me about this. Subject says, they're very philosophical about it. They're looking for a way to survive that they just can't. 
40 minutes pass. Subject says, they can't seem to find their way out. So they're hanging on while they look or wait for something to return or something coming with the answer. Monitor says, what is it they're waiting for? Subject says, evidently there was a, a group or a party of them that went to find a, a new place to live. It's like I'm getting all kinds of overwhelming input of the corruption of their environment. It's failing very rapidly, and this group went somewhere, like a long way to find another place to live. The monitor says, what was the cause of the environmental disturbance? The subject says, I see a picture of a, it's like almost a warp in, oh God, it's, this is difficult. Okay, I get a globe. Uh, it's like a globe that goes through a comet's tail, or it's, it's through a river of something, but it's, it's all very cosmic. It's, it's like space pictures. The monitor says, all right, now before you leave this individual, ask him if he knows who you are, and is there any way you can help him in his present predicament? subject says, all I get is that they must just wait. Doesn't know who I am. I think he perceives that I'm a hallucination or something. The monitor says, okay, these people are waiting. When the others left, how did they go? Subject says, I get the impression of, don't know what the hell it is. It looks like the inside of a, of a larger boat. Very rounded walls and shiny metal. Monitor, go along with them on their journey and find out where it is they go. Subject, Impression of a really crazy place with volcanoes and gas pockets and strange plants. Differences, uh, there seems to be a, a lot of vegetation where the other place did not have it. And different kinds of storms. And then the monitor says, all right, it's time to come back now to the sound of my voice into the present time right now on the 22nd of May, 1984. Move now back to the room, back to the sound of my voice. Back further, back now to the sound of my voice, 22nd of May, 1984. End of interview. Uh, that's creepy to me that's super creepy to me like i got goosebumps when i was when i when i first read about the like they're waiting for somebody to come back mm -hmm. somebody to go somewhere right but this is this is like legitimate right government it, documentation right um <sighs> it almost mirrors like what we're headed towards because wasn't there just this thing that was released la this week about how mm -hmm. we have like a good 10 years before the environment's gonna start fucking yeah. with us yeah and like well, it's already fucking with oh, us, yeah, but definitely. before they say that we're at the point of no return, mm -hmm. you know? So he's talking to these, he's seeing these figures that are, they're waiting for a, a rescue team. Right. Or, or a reconnaissance mission, something. And to me, them going to that planet sounds like early Earth. Right. You know? Obviously, this is proof that we are the seed of Martians. Mm-hmm. Well, they found, they found um, water, like evidence of water mm -hmm. on Mars. They found like a lot of cool like rocks and stuff on mars but they can't get the kind of data they want because things like the mars rover can't dig deep enough so there could be tons of evidence but we have no idea because we can basically only get the surface if there was something and a million trillion years of storms and stuff weathered it all away i mean there could still be stuff underneath exactly you know like how we have dinosaur bones and stuff mm -hmm. but we would never know because you can't dig. you gotta you, find it right we have to we have to dig for it there's old photos uh, that someone found that what looks like to be like a, a worn pyramid shape on mars oh right. it's like, like at the at the place that he was describing i believe so i there's just like a, a very blurry image of like the surface of mars and you can see what looks like this mountain that's worn down to look like an old Mm -hmm. pyramid spooky stuff but like who's to say that we won't stumble upon an alien totally that seems harmless but kills us all mm -hmm. you know we can't and yeah. all the like 
space hypothesis of like why we haven't encountered aliens yet freak me out too. Yeah, the Fermi paradox. That's mess. I try not to think about it. Do you ever just like just think too hard? You're like, I'm just one person on this planet, and there's probably so many different kinds of species that are living out their own lives. There's species on this planet that we haven't found, like on Ugh. under the in the bottom of the ocean. That's what scares me. Yeah, especially. the ocean freaks me. The fuck there's a shit ton out. of stuff that we can't <gasps> see. We can only go so deep into this ocean. There's yeah. some shit down there. There's I'm telling some you. Shit we down know there. we know there's giant squid, like prehistoric creatures. Mm-hmm. They have fucking beaks, man. Yeah. Yeah, Gross. fuck that. I'm, I'm almost positive we talked about these beaks before. Yeah. But yeah, fuck that beak. Fuck no, thank the, you. Fuck the beaks. Fuck nothing the ocean. Under, nothing underwater should have a beak. No. Nothing underwater should be alive. I agree. Ever. Here's the, what's even scarier. Did you know how big anglerfish actually are? Yeah, they're fucking they're like, huge. They're like bigger than you. Because the perception's always off in like cartoons and stuff. They're big old jawbone boys. I can't. I can't think about the ocean. I like to think that one day the human race is going to be like the game Mass Effect. And there's just a bunch of species that like commingle, band together. Can you imagine? And have sex. Can you imagine how fucking cool that would be? To fuck like, an anglerfish? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, why are we not in that time point? Why am I not living at that point in time yet? Why am I not moving into a spacious bungalow with an anglerfish woman? Yeah. Like, why am I not flying around space, going to different planets, and just fucking around? Just, just getting. Every kind of STI you can picture. Yes. Why is Turning that? Turning me purple. Ugh. Yeah, I really want to die of a foreign STD. I want to see planets, and I want other organisms to be on it, and I want to talk to them. What if they're buried in the core of Mars, but they can't get out, so they need us to go dig them out? They said they're waiting for us. Well, I think they took a little too long because they're probably dead. But he was talking about, like, carnal directions. He never went up or down. Mm -hmm. He could have been, when he went into that pyramid, he could have gone, like, a thousand feet down. Right. We don't know. Maybe we'll it's know. Maybe it's really fertile down in the core of Mars. I'm sure, maybe all, those, I'm sure all those anglerfish women are fertile, and I can't uh, wait to just... Maybe it's too volatile on the surface of Mars, so they went deep because there's no storms. I'm about to go deep into that anglerfish woman maybe in our spacious bungalow. there's some food that adapted and doesn't need sunlight anymore. I'm going to go down to where the sun doesn't shine on that anglerfish yeah, woman they as we only... discuss opening up a joint bank account together. All right, I think this is a good place <laughs> to stop. <laughs> You can't make anglerfish cool. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to send us questions, you can email us at accordingtoanidiot at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at idiotsaccord. We also have an Instagram, according to an idiot, and you can talk to us or ask us questions, or you can give your general feedback. We want to hear from you. Please send me more questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so what did we talk about? I forgot. Oh, we talked about not eating men anymore because we can now reproduce ourselves. Go to trick-or-treating if you want to go trick-or-treating. Who gives a shit? And be, and I, I just want to urge everyone to be very conscientious and have gravy ready on hand for if, mm -hmm. if a disabled yeah. person does come to visit. God bless. God, God bless. bless. Um, uh, there, there, are are, there, are, there are Martians and there are anglerfish. Yep. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.